Apple put out a a new warning today. That's an interesting headline, a new warning. Hmm. As if there's old warnings out there. Yeah. Most warnings are new warnings, well. Are they? Yeah, because they're a warning. Oh. I guess there's old warnings too. Like the warning on the aerosol can that says like danger, poison. Uh-huh. That's an old warning, not a new warning. Like yeah. we've seen those warnings our yeah, whole lives. We, we know all about it. Yeah. Apple's got an interesting warning here. Keep your iPhone six inches away from your pacemaker or more. The this is a new kind of discovery, I guess. That well, Apple put all these magnets in their phones. Mm. MagSafe. More magnets than they've had in the past. I mean, a lot of different gadgets have magnets in them. I'm a big magnets guy myself. However, if I had a pacemaker, I might be less of a magnet guy. Uh-huh. And these things can really interfere with medical devices. Now, there is this uh, report, I guess, that took place. And who was it who did the report? It was the Heart Rhythm Journal claimed that the magnets in the iPhone 12 that make it compatible with MagSafe accessories could interfere with an implanted defibrillator. I know it's scary, right? It sounds scary. You're like, oh, geez, man. All of a sudden, I don't want those magnets anymore because it seems risky. So, again, did was Apple going to eventually get to this warning, or did they catch wind of the that report from Heart Rhythm Journal and then said, "Oh, we need to get out. We need to get something out there now, uh-huh. as far as like the requirements, how you want to use the thing." Now, there's been a conversation in the past around radiation and how far away a device should be from you and it's all disputed and the tests and things like that it's harder to figure out those ranges for safety because they put up again you know they put it to next to the mouse and then the mouse has an issue and all of a sudden you're like that's a mammal i'm a mammal uh-huh and then it gets debunked and you're like oh and then the goodness. debunk gets debunked and then you're like oh my god well let me start on the debunk yeah. anyway Apple comes out and they say, you know what? We do want to talk about this. They did a little update. They said medical devices can contain sensors that may react to magnets or radio waves that come in close proximity. And they recommended keeping iPhones and your MagSafe chargers a safe distance from all of your medical devices. And that safe distance, they've indicated, is six inches apart or 15 inches apart when wirelessly charging. So I guess when they're actually actively charging, it can cause more of an issue. I guess mm. you have you have a little bit more action taking place. So six inches is enough for the phone at your head from where your defibrillator would be, I presume. Uh-huh. But you definitely you don't want to have the you don't want to have the chest pocket on it. Yeah. You know the type of shirt you can wear with the chest pocket on it? Uh-huh. And I don't think anyone's putting their phones in there, but maybe a couple pens or something. Uh-huh. I ain't seen personally a chest pocket in a while. You got ch- you got a zip. Look at your uh, shirt right now. I, I do, yeah. You got a chest zip, so you're in trouble. You could be. You would be if the other circumstances align. It's not a magnet, though. No, no, no. I'm saying because you could store your phone there. And then oh, it would... Oh, here. Oh, you don't yeah, even know what I'm talking realize. about. Yeah, yeah. You don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, don't, I never use it. No, and then you know the guys who wear the suit jackets? Yes. The executive types, they often would put the phone on the inside of the jacket. Like uh, Connor. 
But I, you know what? I would guess that those individuals, if they did have a medical device implanted, they would be well aware that, like, I probably shouldn't keep my... But obviously not, because Apple put the warning out there just to be clear about it. So they're, you know, it's not all good as far as magnets are concerned. It's good for me in most circumstances, but, you know, no, no, nobody wants their medical device messed up over a smartphone. Mm-hmm. That seems far more severe. So you have an official extra warning now magnets have other effects on things like your credit cards and stuff apple also wants you to keep those away from your magsafe chargers that warning they had it was already there prior to this one they had put that out from the get-go and that makes sense as well to a lot of people and then of course your magnets with other computing devices remember in the old days with a crt monitor you don't mm-hmm. want to put a magnet near that no you remember those days some weird stuff happens you remember those days yeah well, I never tried. That's me and you at the old folks' home. I saw home. the warning. We're reminiscing about magnets and CRT monitors. Yeah. A couple of old gramps. And we're playing chess and reminiscing about magnets and CRT monitors. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're going to okay. do. And then right now the kids are like, what's a CRT monitor? I'll tell you what, it's the only way to play the original Duck Hunt. That's what it is. Yeah. The tube TV. Yeah, you had that's to have a big YouTube tube on it. From. Heavy glass. Trinitron, baby. Oh, get me started. So Don't get me started. Exclusive. China's Huawei in talks to sell premium smartphone brands P and Mate. Exclusive. We should do more. We need a sound effect. Yeah. Uh. Exclusive. Yeah. I'll record that and I'll play it. Perfect. China's Huawei in talks to sell premium smartphones. So I guess Reuters got the got the exclusive, I, I suppose. Uh, brands P and Mate. Those are the big brands. Those are the those are the phones you care about. The P and the Mate. That's everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I guess there's others, but those are the ones that I've cared about. Those are the top tier devices. Now, it's uh, everybody knows at this point that they sold the Honor brand. It's been all kinds of sanctions. It's been all kinds of problems. If your name is Huawei. Trump didn't like you. And now who knows what's going to happen with the new guy, Biden. Does he like you? Yeah, we'll see. No, does he like you? Does he like me? <laughs> me? I don't, I don't think so. No, he doesn't like you either. <laughs> what's to like? Yeah. No, I'm sure he yeah. likes you. How can you not like Willie Doom? Yeah. I mean, it's no problem. I think you and, Biden, you and Biden would get right along. Well, he has dogs. He has, he has what? He has dogs. Oh, okay. So Otis can play with the dogs, and that's how you're going to sort it out. I heard he had a Peloton bike, and and he couldn't get it in the White House. They were concerned, like, as far as the the security level of bringing in an internet-connected device. Yeah. Encryption, presidents, CIA, earpieces. Just leave it outside. Black helicopters. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you've got to use the Peloton on the front lawn of the White House. Yeah. It's go. worth it for my Peloton. People love them. So they sold the Honor brand to keep it alive because of all the sanctions. Because they can't get their hands on the chips they want because components are hard to come by because the United States has waged war, obviously, on Huawei and a variety of other brands that they consider to be a national security risk. And they're not alone. It's not just the United States. It's other markets as well that have turned away from companies like Huawei. And not just on the smartphone front, but also communications in general. I'm talking the towers, and the infrastructure behind the upgrades to the 5G networks in these places. Mm -hmm. 
So it's possible Huawei now, I mean, at least you look at this report, they say two people with direct knowledge of the matter. That's what Reuters said, because you can't name the people, Will. It's very confidential. Mm -hmm. But it's people with direct knowledge on the matter. Not knowledge on the matter. Direct makes it sound like they know what they're talking about. I don't know. Anyway, so the report here is it will be a similar type of deal. It will be some sort of consortium, which, by the way, I had a Twitter conversation because last time I relished in the fact that I got the chance to say the word consortium, but then I had a British guy or at least a British English speaker that said, hey, consortium, sir, and I'm sick of your consortium. But the thing is, this depends on where you are in the world, and exactly, you can look yeah. up the various pronunciations, and it's like this, and people get very upset, like the aluminium types. Consortium. There you go, British English. Consortium. Yeah. Now, you can actually, you see, pronounce it either way. See how it says consortium, and then right beside it, it says consortium. You see, when you look at the spelling there? Yeah. Yeah, you can do it either way. I don't really care. I'll say consortium today, because I like that word, too. Yeah. Consortium. I'll go with that. So okay. similar situation talks between Huawei and a consortium led by Shanghai government-backed investment firms. Going, this conversation has been going on for months. They're sick of fighting this battle. They're sick of playing these games. They want these to, you know, they're like, we got to get something out of this. Rumor was, and it's not an official figure, but the rumor was that just the honor piece sold for around $15 billion. Fifteen billion? Fifteen billion. Oh. I mean, that's not nothing, Will. No, not at all. That'll buy you a toothbrush and a set of PJs. Some Bitcoin as well. It'll buy you whatever you want to buy you. Uh, as long as it's less than fifteen billion. It'll buy you a smartphone brand, if you like. Yeah. Huawei would probably, for, the, for these two brands, would probably gather even more cash, presumably. So this consortium comes together and uh, potentially puts 40 billion on the table. Shipments of Mate and P series phones were worth 40 billion between Q3 2019 and Q3 2020. So in a year, they did 40 billies in revenue. Holy moly, that would be an expensive business. Now, it's kind of crazy because as of right now, Huawei is the second biggest smartphone maker in the world. Mm -hmm. Holy moly, and you're looking to you're looking to make a deal? That's mm -hmm. interesting. However, well, I do feel the need to let you know a Huawei spokesman said, there's no merit to these rumors whatsoever. Huawei has no such plan. And he said exactly like that. That's preposterous. Yeah, he was very upset. But that's what you do if you're the company, if you're the spokesperson. You squash it because you're undergoing the negotiations. But we'll see. Huawei could look very different very soon. And those premium phones might have a different stamp on them. You know, P-series, mm -hmm. Mate series. Speaking of series... You heard of this uh, smartphone Galaxy S21? You heard anything about it? Uh, here and there. Mm -hmm. Very sparsely. Yeah, you got 21, 21 Plus, 21 Ultra. We got a report here, sammobile.com. They say that the S21 flagship series, they may make a little adjustment there to uh, their prediction on how many units to produce. Apparently, they're being a little more careful this time around. And this uh, dates back to the S20 series in which they had estimated 35 million shipments but only ended up with 26 million. You see, mm. I don't think you want to have 11 million extra smartphones. I'm just guessing. Yeah, that's not probably, a good look. That's probably worth a few dollars and uh, and then you got to drop the price and 
potentially hurt the brand a little bit. You want to make the right number of smartphones if you can. Mm -hmm. But it's, as we've learned, with these next-gen consoles and these graphics cards, supply and demand is hard. Sometimes you can't help that demand. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you get a guy like Willie Do who's buying up GPUs. Not me. I only buy one or two every year. Two? Oh, yeah. Easy, <laughs> man. So anyway, this time around, they made an adjustment from the 35 expectation to 26 million total, at least for this first portion of 2021. Uh, they're expecting to ship, here's how they see the breakdown going, 10 million S21s, 8 million S21 Plus, and another 8 million S21 Ultra. So actually a fairly even distribution across the three models. It's not like uh, on the iPhone side where there was... I mean, most people were for the entry level, yeah. the stock model. I guess not the entry level because you have the mini. Oh, the mini. But like the main model, the iPhone 12. In this case, the plus and ultra units are very close in expectation to the base model. So that goes to show you that user base is distributed maybe a little bit differently. Uh, however, who knows? That number can change if there's a positive reaction. And 2020 was a different year than 2021, wasn't it? Mm. 2021... It's all up from here, didn't you hear? Did you did you catch the the did, the, did the, I? Uh, uh, extra extra read all about it. Oh, now now we're really old. <laughs> extra extra, jeez. <laughs> Are you a paper boy? <laughs> yeah. I think I'm feeling nostalgic today or something. Yeah. I must like be. I'm imagining a time, New York City, uh, eighteen sixty five. You know. Let's get a picture of New York City, 1865. I want to see Times Square. Was it even there? 1865? Why did I pick 18, 1865? Maybe, you know what? Manhattan looking somewhat built up. I see a fire going on. Yeah, let's get the, well, I mean, the fire's a little, as far as our nostalgic feeling, there goes that. Yeah. I mean, it was built up. You had, what is that, a one, two, three, four, five-story building. Mm -hmm. going on president lincoln's funeral procession in new york city wow what so a time drew this yeah man i mean what you, i mean the photograph is not when did the photograph come out that that one looks like a photograph oh this one but maybe not i don't know it, even if you had photographs they weren't the best but it does look like all right now we're going it's a little quick trip down memory lane world's First photograph. Take your guesses in the comment section. What year was it? 1826. So they definitely had photographs. Oh, wow. But uh, yeah, they want that was not a common thing, Willie Do. So yeah, we're taking a trip today. Leaked Sony Xperia compact images. Apparently, they want to take a shot at the tiny little smartphone at a iPhone mini, iPhone 12 mini rival. A small Android flagship device. We've talked about how possibly Apple's expectations with the iPhone 12 mini might have been a little higher than what ended up happening, at least in the short term here. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. But that didn't stop Sony, I guess. Or maybe they had this product in development in advance. Or maybe they just feel like, hey, on the Android side, you can't get a small phone. This is a small phone. Uh, this is the compact Xperia 5.5-inch device. Smaller than its 2017 predecessor. We have this leak here. I believe it's via OnLeaks. That's correct. 
It's via OnLeaks. It's a wonderful looking render. It will be slightly larger than the 5.4 inch iPhone 12 mini. And it will, but it will likely be the smallest, at least from the major brands, the smallest Android flagship device. In fact, uh, it's going to be smaller than, oh, I don't know, the Pixel 5. No. You remember the Pixel 5? Yeah. That was uh, a small phone. Is it going to be long or is it going to have like the. You know what? I don't think ratio. it's going to have that tall aspect ratio. That's just me looking at it here. Let's see if they reference it. It'll have. Uh, the Touch ID or the fingerprint unlock, because we're reading this report on Mac rumors, they had to call it Touch ID, even mm -hmm. though it's just a fingerprint scanner, is going to be in the power switch like the other models. It's also going to have a 3.5 mil headphone jack. But I guess some of this stuff, we got to guess. The measurement of the device, 140 by 68.9 by 8.9. So if you wanted to calculate the aspect ratio, you could do that there. But it definitely looks more traditional than the super slender aspect ratio that Sony has been using on its larger scale flagships. But if it's got all the camera features and everything else, it could be interesting. Although I just don't know what the market is like for these microphones. I just don't know. Mm -hmm. However crazy it is to call it a microphone, because if you scroll up, look at that iPhone 3GS. What's going on? Right there. You had one of those, didn't you? Yeah. They crazy. were great. Really shiny in the back. Plastic. Crazy stuff, man. Netflix is uh, has an update here that is going to fix your Android phone's crappy speakers. Well, I don't they're not all crappy. Hey, easy verge. But yeah, I get the headline. You got to make a headline. It's hard this game. Mm -hmm. You make these headlines. Don't I don't know. Are they going to click on it or are they not going to click on it? I yeah. don't know. So John Porter, he was putting in work, you know. Yeah, if you add crappy in there, I'm I'm in. You know, John Porter, he took a shot. And yeah. and I'm here. So shout out John Porter, The yeah, Verge. We're, we're all here. I'm here right now. This uh, new codec, XHE-AAC, it does all kinds of fancy work, Will, to make adjustments to the audio dynamically, obviously, so that you're spending less time adjusting the volume at different sequences. Mm. You know how sometimes the voice comes in and you're like, what? Yeah, and then it's like Hans Zimmer music. Exactly. Booming. Pounding. And you got to make all these adjustments. Well, Netflix, they can track all those adjustments. Oh. They know every time someone has to adjust the volume. So their metric for success is, does this new technology decrease the number of times the person reaches for the volume? Uh. And it did. And so it's a big win for them. Uh, apparently, let me, let me tell you, they put the exact thing in here. Volume changes between content are noticeably down and viewers switch away from using their phone's built-in speakers 7% less often. So 7% nice. less often a person's reaching for some other uh, audio device. Now, I just need this technology on my TV because I was watching some movies. I think it was, I think I was using Apple TV and it's mad. What were you watching? There's people in the house. Okay, there's many, there's people in my house. Yeah. All right, first of all. There are humans there, uh. and humans have their own fee feelings as far as the way that things should be uh. and the volume level things should be. And I have little humans and a big human. Uh. And the little humans, they like it loud, I'll tell you what. Uh -huh. They want to just boost the volume. They like the experience. Oh, of course! The theater. Go, 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 go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm sure. saying? Yeah. But then the you know then 
they get told to turn it down, but you see the dialogues like, <laughs> and you're like, what? And so they boost it back up, and inevitably this sequence goes on and on, and it's absolutely deadly. And for those people that live the single life, you, you, you don't have to deal with this, all right? You just pick your volume, whatever, you're happy. You don't care. You live in a condo, it's concrete walls. You just blast the thing. Oh. I mean, not everybody, but you know what I'm saying. Sure. This technology, people got to figure this out dynamically, how to put a mix together on a handful of hardware that can figure this out so that it can take care of it. We have all kinds of advanced AI. We got cars that drive themselves. Mm -hmm. Can't figure out the volume. Mm. So anyway, I'm glad that they're working on it. It's, uh, it's a, a, a really cool technology, and, and I want to see it roll out to more hardware so I can spend less time on the volume button. And I, feel, I know there's people out there who agree with me, Will. I know it. Yeah. Now, what they said in this case is it was for smartphone speakers specifically, but I need to see it everywhere. Mm -hmm. Tesla has accused an engineer of stealing crucial company software. And the best part of the story is, according to their accusation, this worker stole the software within days of taking the job. Oh. So he just got hired. He was a fresh recruit. And he said, perfect, I'm in. I'm in. No, I'm just joking. It's alleged. I don't know what to take out of this. Maybe the guy's innocent. Is that possible? Maybe. You don't want to be labeled as a saboteur. Saboteur. As Elon would say. Look at you. Yeah. That's, we made it. On Lou Later, we made it all the way to saboteur. Yeah. Well done. Uh, apparently, this person, Alex Katilov, allegedly stole the company's custom warp drive software which is used to automate purchasing and other systems within three days of starting the job in late December 2020. Reportedly copied thousands of Warp Drive-related script files to his personal Dropbox account. The company also accused him of trying to cover up his actions. He reportedly lied about having only transferred personal documents mm. when investigators grilled him. So now they're suing him. They want to do even more damage to him. But it is important to note, Willie Do, that at the time he was working from home, and I had to head down to the comment section of this particular article, and I saw some people that were saying, hey, is it possible just because he's working from home that he had, you know, mistakenly downloaded a bunch of stuff? Because he's like, you know, I got to have all this material for my job. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I'm just, hey, man. Will, you're <laughs> the laughing over you there. Say it, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just downloading. Yeah, I don't I know. Don't know. <laughs> mm. I mean, it could. It's possible. But here's the thing about these headlines and stuff, and I've been in this game for a little while. Let me tell you the thing yeah. about these headlines. It's just the legal system is innocent until proven guilty. The media system is guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. And it's just the way headlines work, and it's the way clicks work, and it's the way humans work. It's like, imagine this title of this article was... Tesla engineer, probably not guilty of stealing company information. You're just like, what? Ooh, yeah, gosh. wait, what? Yeah. That's not salacious. Yeah. That's not interesting. So it's like we have a selection process towards it. So I don't mind the comment showcasing the other side and saying, hey, maybe there was another reason for it. But Tesla, in their defense, has been a target for this type of thing in the past mm -hmm. and has a high sensitivity level for it. You know, they tried to sue Rivian for poaching employees. We, You and I talked about all the Tesla employees 
high-profile employees who are over at Apple now. It's just, it's a hot business. Mm-hmm. It's a hot business. And I understand the, uh, the, uh, the accusation. I understand where the things are coming from, but we'll see, you know, see where the investigation goes. Sony's XM4s, which, you know, in my mind are kind of the obvious headphone upgrade for most users. They're on sale. It is the lowest price they've ever been at. So this is a nice little moment for you if you are, well, I know you're stuck at home a lot, probably, depending where you live, but most likely you're stuck at home a lot and you might be listening to a bunch of stuff and you might live in a home, in a house with other humans like I do. And yeah. if, if that's the case and it's all types of volume issues, you might want some noise canceling, one of the best in the game. Mm-hmm. So you can do whatever you want with your content. <laughs> Even transparency mode, if you need to hear things around you. Now, yeah. the XM4s are not quite the price tag as the AirPods Max to begin with. Granted, they're made of plastic. Relax. Relax. And uh, they have all kinds of cool features. I did a video on it. You can go check it out for yourself. XM3s, I've been using these things forever, and now they're even more approachable, coming in at $72 off at Amazon. Now, they do go on sale from time to time, but apparently this is the lowest ever. $278 at the time of publishing. Are both colors available? Can you hit the uh, US site? Can you hit the Amazon.com for us, Will, so we can verify this particular price. It actually looks like it's not even just Amazon.com. Uh, Best Buy has a 278 price point, a couple They're of others. Their main site, right? What's that? Their main site. Oh, their main Selling. site has it at 279. I guess if you go to yeah. Amazon, it's $1 less at 278. You want to save, but you know, people like to shop on Amazon, don't they? 278, yeah. limited time. Can I get both colors? Can I get black? I can. Oh, I can get blue. Cool. Blue and gold. I rarely see that color. So anyway, it's a hot moment. Look at the reviews. Almost 10,000 ratings. Four mm. and a half stars. It's no joke. You don't take my word for it. You will not regret this particular upgrade. It's still a pricey headphone, but it ain't AirPods Max. You sent this one to me, Will. This one blew my, blew my brains out. <laughs> That's, it's a little extreme. Yeah. It's a little cool. much. It's like, it's like a, you have mind-blowing. Like, this is mind-blowing. But uh-huh. you never really stop and think about what you're saying. Yeah. You don't want your mind blown up. What about your socks? Mm. Your socks knocked off. Yeah. That's also strange. Picture that. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. You know what other one I saw the other day? Because jaw- I'm always trying to I have to do these titles and stuff. Jaw-dropping. Right. But it seems less believable. No one's jaws are dropping. You know what I mean? Shocking! You sent this to me and I was like, wow, is that real? I really didn't even think it was real. The McLaren uh-huh. Elva is a roofless, windshieldless supercar for I don't know who. This yeah. is just a toy for... For when? For the weekend? For one day? It, if you happen to live in an area with perfect weather, or you're prepared to wear a helmet 24-7, or, you know, what do you have to live in? The desert? You have to live in, in L.A., I guess. It doesn't rain. Mm-hmm. Explain this to me, Will. Well, I would imagine if you're really rich, you have your own kind of neighborhood to drive this around. 
But you want to drive it fast. It's a McLaren. And you know what happens when you drive fast without a windshield? What happens? Pop, 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 pop. The buffeting. You know, the air? You're getting hammered. Oh. Like, you're going to have to wear the helmet is what I'm saying. I thought you were talking about bugs. Bugs, too. All the above. Okay. But, but like, look, the guy has the helmet. Are you prepared to wear, wear a helmet when you get in your car? Um, no. Okay. No, I, I, I would be, I would like a windshield. You know what? Whatever, though. Because I sure. have to imagine it's yeah. a crazy experience. And if you, like you said, Will, if you got two million bucks to blow on a car, it's definitely not your only car. And when you go out in it, you might feel so cool to not have that windshield in between you. Throw your helmet on. Go to the picture that just shows the view out the front. You just passed it. It was in that list there. Is it? Yeah. One second here. Look at that. Whoa. Yeah, no. you don't get any uh, window glare reflection or anything. It's, it's just crazy. you on the road. What an experience that would be. Right Our on. climate around here would never, I mean. But on a yeah. nice day, you take it out for a rip. I'll tell you what. You're feeling real cool for a minute. Uh, apparently, a lot of this design is based on the McLaren Senna. It's very fast. In fact, I think it's even faster. I think it's over $2 million USD or around there at least. Everything is carbon. Look at the way you get into the car. Now, I don't think it's in this photo list. I think you have to go down to the next uh, photo list. Yeah. And check out the first picture there. Look how you get in. You got to hop over. Yeah. It's like a little bucket. Into that tub with the lift up doors. It's got to be one of the craziest cars that's out there. But, yeah, I mean, half the reason you get these cars like this, Will, is so you can look at them. Yes. I mean, you just kind of go look at it. It makes you happy. Mm-hmm. It makes you interested. It's, it's, it's a novel experience just to examine it, the shapes. It's a spaceship. The metalwork. So you park it in some sort of nice indoor region. And even on the days you don't feel like driving it, you just, you know... You, you're, you, rather than have your millions sitting elsewhere because you have so many of those millions, here it is manifested in reality. And oftentimes these things go up in value because, you know, they're only going to make around 100, I think, 149. Hmm. So I think that's the play. Collector's item, you know. Yeah. Tech stocks to avoid in year one of Biden's presidency. That's your pal, Biden. Remember you said earlier? Sure. Mm. Yeah. I'll, I'll take him as a friend any day. The president? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He may be able to pull some strings for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> New regulations and policies could slow down the blazing growth of Tesla and others. Now, this is a bit interesting to me because, well, they name a couple different ones. This is the street.com, by the way. Investment, stocks, business. Now, they name a couple companies here that that stood out to me. Facebook is one and uh, Tesla's the other. Probably Tesla st- uh, stood out to me the most because a lot of people think, okay, you got this Biden in there and he's got all kinds of environmental plans, right? He shut down the pipeline over there, supposedly he's going to shut that down and then over there, I'm talking halfway across the continent. Yeah. Uh, he also has all kinds of gr- uh, green type initiatives environment things you would think huh tesla emissions not not so much mm-hmm. tesla uh sustainable electric biden okay they like each other what are we gonna do here does he hate elon that's right yeah. 
No, that's not it. Didn't invite him to his birthday party. I mean, he might. Something? He might. I, I don't. I don't think he should, but he might. I don't know. Hate. You know, hate leads to anger. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> what? And then what? Anger leads to no. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to. I'm trying to do the Yoda thing. What is it, man? Jeez. What is it? Fear is the path. To, fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. And hate leads to suffering. All right. Somebody tell Joe Biden. <laughs> somebody tell Joe Biden. Somebody tell Elon, not, too. Not me, though. Anyway, no. Here's That's the problem scary. with Tesla. Here's the problem with Tesla, according to okay. this article. The problem is around autonomous driving. Apparently, Biden brings in this guy, Pete but Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. The incoming Department of Transportation chief, and apparently he's big on the public safety stuff, and he m might have stiff regulatory plans as far as self-driving vehicles, that he might put some new regulation in, some new roadblocks for the adoption and implementation application self-driving, which I, you know, that's one of the big advantages that Tesla has. Mm-hmm. Because everyone else has got their electric product now, right? I mean, I got the electric product uh, from Porsche, which is an automaker that isn't Tesla. Mm -hmm. We just had the electric Mustang in the studio. We ride electric, uh, was it cycles? Uh, those are those are nine bot. Those are I think it's a Xiaomi product. Yeah, they're electric. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got all kinds of electric you know? going on. Yeah. But we don't have any autonomous. Autonomous, Tesla, Tesla, autonomous. Right. Now, other brands are working on things, but it's not to the same extent. They're not as close or immediate. And so the feeling here is that I suppose there's that regulatory aspect, but also the fact that that stock has been just banana town, as I've said in the past, and covered here in the show many times. The stock is just wild to begin with, so maybe it, now, don't, I, I'm not giving you financial advice at the moment, but this is just speculation from the street that it might be a surprising outcome with the Biden thing relating to Tesla. Hmm. Now, also, as far as Facebook is concerned, apparently they want to bring in some kind of regulation there. And you know the whole thing with big tech. They've been looking at it closely. And Facebook is one of those targets. So that's another company that could be impacted, make investors worried, hmm. you know regulation comes along you remember this robot sophia i'm sure you've seen this robot famous all kinds of youtube clips and stuff the talking the uh the the, the clear the transparent head that shows you all the components on the inside yeah so this thing is one of those robots that has been kicking around at trade shows and things for a while and it's a certain level of artificial intelligence robotics together and they're finally getting going on an actual commercial product. So it's not just going to be bumping around trade shows and showing up in clips anymore. They are tooling up to deliver thousands of these units, supposedly. And they've seen an increased interest because of COVID. Huh. So people don't have companions. They don't see people. People are cooped up. Mm. Uh, people have to go to 
you know, elderly people might have to go to appointments and might have to go to testing facilities. You, you, you could get your test from Sophia. Yeah. Sophia could be like, oh, you know, the, go down to the left. Oh, so Sophia right now can take your temperature as well before you can get in the mm. building. And you know what Sophia can't, can't get? What's COVID. That? Oh, yeah. Sophia can't get COVID. So she sits there. She scans your temperature. She gives you a look up and down. And she says, yay or nay. Oh. Are you ready for that? No. You're not ready. <laughs> Very, uh, I mean, it's nice. It's nice to have like a assistant or like a pet companion there. There you go. You know, to talk to. It's, they were uh, already doing better. Professional service robots had jumped 32% to 11.2 billion between 2018 and 19. And you know what 2020 was like. So if it was jumping 32% in that moment, hey, man, stop trying to make Sophia look angry. Scary. <laughs> there you go. She's happy right there. You get to with the oh. smile. The smile. There you go. All types of emotions. There you go, man. It must be so tough make these things, you know. Oh, yeah. Anyway, if, it, if they're going to bounce, they're going to uh, jump up another 30% at least in 2020. And that's your future, Will. You don't get to see humans anymore. You understand? You get to see Sophia now. Oh. All right, deal with All it. Right. Deal with it. Oh, here it is. The number one trending video in the world. Can Godzilla. What's that? Since it's a trailer. I have no idea what okay. you can and can't do. <laughs> oh, boy. But I think you're allowed to react to a trailer. It is Godzilla versus Kong. And it is going to be streaming exclusively on HBO Max March 26th. It'll huh. be in theaters too, but who can go to the theater? Available on HBO Max in the U.S. only for 31 days at no extra cost to subscribers. Here it is. One of those dual launches, hybrid launches. You're going to be able to watch it at home streaming. And I just got to say, what's going on with Godzilla and Kong? What's going on? What do you mean? Did they always hate each other? Like, what is this? Uh, is there a history here? Explain it to I me. I think Will. so. Explain it to me. I don't know anything. I know nothing. Well, we always wanted, like, King Kong and Godzilla to, you know, duke it out. We did. So, I mean, why why not put them together right. and put them in the same universe? Right, right. And see who is uh, who's a winner. But how is the, how is the ape going to beat the lizard dinosaur thing? You know, they, well. like, like, I watched the beginning of this trailer. Okay. And he has to go out to the ocean. To battle him. Uh -huh. And he's on like an aircraft carrier. I'm talking about Kong. Uh-huh. He kind of like chained up to the aircraft carrier. He's just like waiting. And then you see Godzilla come out the water and you're like, this guy's got the water? Yeah. Godzilla's got the water and he could go on land. I mean, maybe he has less hops, less jump. Uh-huh. But that's a huge advantage. He could just go to the water, go deep down. What you going to do, Kong? Yeah. I mean, hopefully this fight doesn't start with, um, or it doesn't end with Kong being on a, on a naval No, base. Kong's got to win because Kong's the good guy, right? I don't know. Yes, Kong's a good guy. <laughs> he's a good guy? Yeah. How do you know? Kong is more like he's closer to a human than Godzilla is. Well, Godzilla saved uh, the planet 
in the previous oh movie. did he yeah he was all right the good guy oh my bad i don't know anything you know i don't know anything i assume right mo did you watch it okay i'm gonna just i feel like i watched this trailer and i feel like they were trying to build me up for rooting for kong really yeah i felt they were trying to build me up so i assume kong's gonna be the guy in this one but uh, yeah i mean epic graphics and this exists for a bit of fun, you know. People, they need something to have a little bit of fun yeah. these days. And so yeah. I'm not, by the way, I'm not hating on it. I'm saying well, i just trying to get a backstory here. Look at this. And also, I just feel like it's not quite a fair fight. I feel like in reality, if you had to do this showdown. What like if the, it was on land? The, okay, but the earth is made up of mostly water. No, what if. It's a huge advantage. What if the humans brought Godzilla to like a. A land like an even playing field like oh they were land. able to trap godzilla landlock him to go toe to toe like some sort of an octagon like a ufc fight yeah, exactly. and then they had a, like a giant well then well then i start octagon. to like kong because he's got the reach advantage you think so for well, sure i mean godzilla has the tail yeah the tail is not you can't do as much with the tail uh, not the kong you can't not the kong no okay no no, no not the kong he's got the one too It'll, you know uh, I'm going with Kong He'll in this one. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going with Kong on this one. 21.6 million views in a day. This is what the world needs right now. All right. Uh -huh. The world needs a little, uh, little break and a little Godzilla versus Kong. You know what else the world needs? Well, the world needs these upgraded 7-Eleven stores with the gaming makeover. Holy moly. I am so jealous of this 7-Eleven in uh, uh -huh. Dallas in Texas. Look at that 7 like never mind the gaming setup right here. Look so at the 7-Eleven in the background. Yeah. It's the nicest looking 7-Eleven. It's very nice. I mean, anyway, what they're doing is it's some sort of a promo with Airbnb where they're doing, uh, you get to stay, you get to spend the night at the 7-Eleven to yourself. You and one guest from the same family, by the way, or from the same household. I suppose that's some COVID aspect. And the 7-Eleven is yours. You drink as many Slurpees as you want. You eat as many snacks as you want. And you play as many games as you want. Because the gaming setup is there as well with the ambient lighting, a nice display, and a PlayStation 5. And, you, you know, you, you, bring, you bring your brother, sister, whatever. I don't know. I guess you could bring a parent. It's got to be in the same household. And you have that kind of uh, childhood experience of having a store to yourself hmm. every snack that you might want now if you know I, something caught my attention here it's in this next photo or right, one more one more right here okay two more three more one more one more now this photo did you know this was a thing at 7-eleven you can do where you grab your doritos and then you pour chili right into the bag yeah you what you know about thing. this not for Doritos, but uh, Fritos. <laughs> it's a it's a thing. You put uh, you put chili in there and cheese, well, and you eat it out from the bag. How do you get it out without making a total mess? Well, that's where you. Well, they did it wrong here. You're supposed to cut open the middle of the bag and put everything in there. Like, oh, so it ends up being a bowl. All right, it's not terrible. It's kind of cool. Well, they yeah. did it with Doritos here in this picture. And it's nacho no cheese, party-sized Doritos. And it says, grab and open your fav favorite Doritos flavor and directly add chili, cheese, and other toppings. Enjoy your nachos in a bag treat. And I guess in this case, it'll be the only time you can, like, go under the 
the cheese thing and put your mouth under? I don't know if they can prove that. <laughs> it's COVID times, Will. How dare you suggest such well, a thing? Well, how would they know? Well, I they're watching. They got the cameras still going. <laughs> hey, That's man. Invasive, man. Anyway, 7-Eleven is going up market, and I love it. Because I, I like to watch those 7-Eleven videos over in uh, Singapore and Taiwan yeah. and everything. And and they all have the cool selections of stuff. And it's just, you know, it's if you're a snacker, if you like to snack, and uh -huh. this, is, this is the dream come true right here. But it is a contest. It's happening February 26th and 28th. 28th. There's two dates available. It's a promo. You have to be 18 years or older. And uh, for $11 on Airbnb, you get to spend one night in this utopia. Oh, I noticed that there's a glass over here, too, to divide the seats. You see what Very I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm guessing, oh, you also get, by the way, uh, you get to have access to an exclusive one-hour streaming session on Twitch with Phase Temper. Okay. <laughs> Do you know him? Are you upset about that? No, I... Hey, man. I, yeah. I can. I would Lack imagine that that would be exciting. Sure. Founder, owner, FaZe Clan, L.A., Boston, Brazil. One point five million followers on uh, on Twitter. Oh, okay. Come on, Will. All right. Look at this guy scoping. Go to his Twitter. Go to FaZe Temper. He's a sniper, man. It's unbelievable. You can't play like this. Uh. No. No, you got to go to his Twitter. It'd be the top. Be the top one. You get to. This guy gets to carry you while you're chilling at uh, 7-Eleven eating snacks. Okay. Because you need I mean, to be able to take breaks to eat your Doritos. While he's just crushing everyone. And, and he's going to carry you and, and ho hold up your squad. Okay. Well, when you're playing the COD. Thanks. So. Temper. There you go. All right. This is the next one. The last one of the day. A very interesting and effective way to fish. And this is coming via Reddit. This is coming via... What is this? Be amazed on Reddit and 11.8 thousand upvotes. Play it. It's a video, Will. You will not play it. Give a refresh on that. It's a... Uh, there you go. So check this out. It's baskets. And all you do, you use the fishing rod to hang the fish over the top of a center cylinder leading up to what looks like a wicker basket. Uh-huh. Now, the bait fish, which is hanging over top of the hole, is actually able to attract oh. the black eel-like looking, I don't know, is that a catfish or whatever, to come up the center cylinder in an attempt to catch the bait fish and then land itself inside the wicker basket. Wow. And the dude just walked off. The fisherman just leaves his three baskets there, and they just fill themselves up completely. Cool. Can you look at how how easily they come up that channel? It's incredible. So efficient. Takes uh, teach a man to fish at a whole new level. Well, there you go. <laughs> you wow, know. Willie, do bringing the yeah. bringing the wisdom. That's impressive. Bringing the wisdom on a Monday. Look at that. You can feed like a. Now, Definitely in order for this to work, you're going to need to be in a stream with a high concentration of fish, right? Sure. Like, this guy knows the type of stream he's about to hit, mm -hmm. for sure. But it is incredible to watch these fish slither up this center column in an attempt to catch this bait. I think it's an eel of some kind. What do you think that fish he's catching? Yeah. 
some kind of eel, isn't it? It's really long. It looks like a catfish. Yeah, but it, it almost looks like it doesn't have a tail quite. Like, it's almost like the same. Anyway. It's a hungry fish. That's what it is. 